Hey, it's Dr. Ellen, the Midlife Whisperer. Welcome, welcome, welcome to my first Quantum Joy Alignment Show with the Enlightened World Network. I am thrilled to be here with you today. This is where you learn how to raise your vibe by coming into Quantum Joy Alignment and also how to rock your midlife. It's one part spirituality, one part science, lots of work around the body, the mind, the heart to really help you to embrace yourself to enlighten yourself so you have more freedom, more liberation, and also to elevate your body, your mind, and your emotions. So today I want to talk a little bit about what is happening with the planets. We've got a new moon that is happening on Thursday with some other interesting transits. I am going to uh, pull a few tarot cards. For those of you who are listening specifically to help you figure out what you need to know this week to really come into quantum joy alignment, we're going to do a little guided meditation. And I'm giving you some words of wisdom that um, I'm really gleaming and leaning into right now. A lot of my clients are around how we can make the most of 2024. And if you like the show, please like uh, the actual show and follow me and follow Enlightened World Network so you can be sure to receive everything that I am sharing and also like Enlightened World Network because they have some fantastic programming. So first thing I want to talk about is, hey, it's 2024. I think today is the 9th of January. And what I'm finding and a lot of my clients are finding is that we start out the new year with these super lofty goals, intentions, resolutions, get this real sense of like new beginnings of all of these things that we want to do, that we want to be. And then when the first week hits, right, Monday, yesterday was the first day, a uh, week of full week of the new year. It's like the old self gets into this fear mode. I know that's me. I was starting my show today. I'm starting to work on another book and facing all of these blank pages and really have big lofty goals for 2024. But there's like part of me that came in that was like, oh my God, I'm really scared. I don't know if I want to do this. It's a lot. And so I'm here to say that this is totally, totally normal. And I want to give you three tips to help you through if you're feeling a little wonky, like you're kind of like, you know, a cold, a, a cold that's just been born and you're kind of wobbling on those legs, trying to rock it into 2024. You want to be, you know, that, that horse, that racehorse, like running it down your year, but you're feeling a little wobbly. Here are three things to really help you. Number one, when the fear comes up, when the fear, maybe it's anxiety, a little overwhelm comes up, just allow it to be there. Just accept what is. This is totally normal. Whenever we step outside our comfort zone, whenever we're like, okay, I want 2024 to be bigger, brighter. I want to be brilliant this year. The old part of us that wants us to stay small and secure can come out and say, no, you don't want to do that because your brain isn't interested in you being enlightened, happy, making a difference in the world, rocking your midlife, being in quantum joy alignment. It just wants to keep you safe. And so every time you step outside your comfort zone, so for like me, for an example, doing a new show, stepping outside my comfort zone, starting working on a new book, having new offerings, I'm working on a course. It's scary. And part of me just wants to kind of, you know, duck and cover and stay small and safe. And so accepting it is really, really powerful. Just name it, call it out. Say, hey, this is fear. What that does is when you name it, you tame it. it, brings that fear, that anxiety, whatever you're feeling, 
as you start to enact what you plan to do in the new year, what that does is it brings it from the primitive part of your brain, the amygdala, that, that part of your brain that's all about fear and worry, brings it into the frontal cortex where that big mammalian part of your brain where you can work on it. So name it, you tame it and feel it, you heal it. Feel those difficult emotions, that anxiety, that fear, maybe overwhelm, whatever you're experiencing, feel it in your body because emotions are felt experiences in the body. We can feel them in the body. We can release them. Maybe you, you know, have a yoga practice or you'd like to walk something to help release those emotions in your body and then just allow them to be there. So, you know, interact with them, but don't allow them to run the show. This is really the time where we are ready to launch. I mean, let's face it. The world needs you right now. If you're listening, you are a light worker, right? You want to make a difference in the world. If you're a midlife woman, you impact up to three, three generations, your grandkids, your kids, your peers, your parents, we are so powerful, but you know, we're so scared of our light. So we have to like, when that fear comes up that says, stay small, stay safe, we have to work with it in a productive way. So, so name it, you tame it, feel it, you heal it, let the emotions come and go, and then start to dip into who it is you want to be in 2024. And let me know, who do you want to be in 2024? If you are watching on Facebook or on YouTube, I'd love to know in the chat, who do you want to be? What do you want to do? I know for me, I've got a Leo rising and I've been playing it smaller than I would like to really. It's kind of time. I just turned 61 and I am really ready to take things up to another level because I want to be part of the change that needs to happen in the world. I want to help people to come to quantum joy alignment, which means feeling good about yourself, having a better way of working with your mind, your emotions, connecting with your soul and that sense of purpose. So it really is so much about becoming the person that you want to be right now. That is not so much a fake it, you make it, but be here now with who it is you want to be in the new year, remembering who you really are. I was reading a little bit of a, about a book uh, by Jack um, uh, Canfield, uh, which is all about Buddhist psychology. And he has been talking in one of the first, first chapters about how we are so much more afraid of our divinity. I just actually was working with a client and she she was really leaning into what was wrong with her. It was really difficult for her to tap into that divine enlightened self. And I'm here to say that you are part of the divine. We are all like a hologram of the divine. So it's so important to connect with that eternal divine part of yourself and really proclaim that you truly are um, you are an embodiment of the infinite act like it that was one phrase i got i just got back from blue spirit in costa rica where i live i was on a six day um chanting retreat where we chanted for six hours a day and one of the groups i kind of said you are an embodiment of the infinite act like it so maybe that's a good thing like tattoo tattoo or put on some post-it notes remember that not so much that you're you know flawed that's all true too give yourself compassion for those flaws laws as part of common humanity, but really lean into that you are an embodiment of the infinite. Start acting like it. Start acting like that person that you really want to be uh, towards the end of the year. So getting into, you know, accepting where you're at when the fear comes up, really uh, becoming who you want to be, and then take some action. 
right now, and I'll talk about the Capricorn um, new moon in a moment, but with this Capricorn new moon and Capricorn season in general, it's such an awesome time to create some new habits, some new ways of being, to really to root in, to cement who you want to be in 2024. I think it's lovely that we have New Year's and then it's Capricorn season. And so we really can sink into this earth energy, um, you know, the sea goat of what are the actual habits, behaviors, ways of being that you really want to uh, start in 2024 and meetings. So for me, for example, I just came back from this uh, chanting retreat with people like Deva Pramal and uh, Jayutal, just these really rock stars of the, the Keratan world. So I've been chanting in the morning. It was new to me. I've done a little bit of chanting, but not the intensity that I did when I was at Blue Spirit. So, you know, every morning now, instead of like checking my phone for email, I put on uh, Deva and I listen to her. I've been listening to the Gaia tree and Om Nimo and it sort of sets my day up. I also learned a little bit of Qigong. I'll be sharing some of the, the exercises that I learned later in other shows. And that's really helping me to uh, shift my energy first thing in the morning. And first thing in the morning is really the time to, to do that. So if you're looking to switch it up a notch this year, create some new habits, some new ways of being particularly um, around this new moon, again, which is happening on Thursday. I think I wrote the time down at 6.57 Eastern Standard Time. It's a really powerful time to first think about how do I want to feel in the new year, right? What's the vibe I want to vibe with? And what are the practices that are going to help me with that? So the client that I just spoke to before I came on, who was feeling, you know, more comfortable with her kind of self that was flawed and wasn't good enough. And, you know, we talked about, you know, starting her day, she's got little kids, she's got a five-year-old teenagers, she goes to bed early. I said, start your day, set your alarm like 20 minutes early before everybody gets up and start a meditation practice. So start your day on the right note. That might be five minutes of meditation. That might be a few minutes of yoga. That might be a little bit of journaling or perhaps just sitting with a cup of tea, but that's really going to help to cement in the new way that you want to, to be. So if you, like me, have started up this new year with these big lofty goals and dreams and things that you want, you're feeling a little wonky as you start off, remember again these three things. It's totally normal when you are trying to transform that the old self wants to keep you small and you start to feel anxious, fearful, overwhelmed. That's okay. Name the emotion, name it, you tame it. Feel it, you heal it, let it come and go, accept it, and then move on. This is such a powerful time to move forward with your life. So that's number one, work productively with those difficult emotions as you start to transform. Number two is remembering who you are and who you want to be and become that person now, part of this whole quantum joy alignment, which I'm going to talk about through the course of uh, my show is really about being who you are now, not in some future time, but you've got to vibrate with the energy of who you want to be right now. So remembering this concept of you are part of divinity. You are, again, that quote is you are an embodiment of the infinite. Act like it. So act like that in your life right now. You know, find ways, which brings me to number three, 
find ways and habits that are really going to help you to become the person that you want to be in 2024. Make a habit, maybe start out small with five minutes of meditation or just a couple of days a week of walking. Maybe you want to switch your diet. Diet plays a huge role in terms of helping to keep your vibration high. If you're eating a lot of processed foods, a lot of animal products, that really keeps your vibe low. Whereas if you're eating a lot of plant foods, eating a mostly whole food plant-based diet, that keeps your vibration high. Being sure to drink lots of pure water. You are mostly water. So those are easy lifestyle things that you can do. So I hope that's been helpful. I guess I should say a little bit about myself too, as well. For those of you who are new to me and my work, I'm known as the Midlife Whisperer, and you can go to the midlifewhisperer.com to learn more about me. I have a book called Rock Your Midlife, Seven Steps to Transform Yourself and Make Your Next Chapter Your Best Chapter. By training, I am a PhD psychologist. I have been a registered dietitian for 30 years. I'm a board-certified health and wellness coach, but I'm, I'm also a Reiki master and a mindful self-compassion teacher. So I like to bring in the science, bring in the spirituality. And I think it's so interesting as the science and the spirituality are really starting to mesh and come together. You know, over the last 20 years, we've gotten so much more research about things like mindfulness and self-compassion. And even though I'm, I'm doing a heart math training right now, learning about heart coherence, where you're bringing your heart uh, in coherence with your thoughts and your emotions. So that's a little bit about me, but let's get a little bit uh, into the, the transits that are happening this week. So right now, if you're listening to this live on Tuesday, we have the sun is in a trine with Uranus. So we've got all of this earthy energy right now. So the sun is in Capricorn and it is in a trine with Uranus, which is in Taurus. And so both of these signs are earth signs. And so it's a really good time to, you know, connect with your body, to connect with the earth, to connect with the things that you want to manifest in your physical world. And then we also today have Mars is conjunct Saturn. And really what that's about is Mars is kind of your ego. It's the nothing wrong with the ego. It's what helps us move forward in the world. And the Saturn piece is kind of like getting real with what it is that you want to do, who you want to be in 2024. And if you're feeling a little wonky about like who you want to be, maybe what you thought about January 1st or the end of December doesn't feel authentic or in alignment with your soul, it's a good time next couple of days, do a little journaling, really ask yourself questions of like, who do I really want to be in 2024? I know I'm doing that. I want to come up with a new mission statement for my life. Who do you want to be? How do you want to feel? What is the change that you want to see in the world? What's the change you want to see in yourself? So this, this Mars in Saturn, which is Mars is the planet of, you know, of action, of getting things done. And Saturn is kind of like um, the taskmaster of like, you know, really helping Mars, helping you to, uh, in Mars in, is in Capricorn, helping you to, to make those changes in your world, directing you and bringing Saturn in, that's really helping you to, to get real with who it is that you want to be. Um, and then we also have, um, I say I wrote, wrote some of these transits down, we also have um, Jupiter is in Taurus and um, Jupiter is going to also be gonna be trining with Mars as well. So then Mars is going to, after it hits Saturn, it's gonna hit Jupiter and Taurus. And so that's really gonna help to 
to expand who it is you want to be. Jupiter is definitely a mythic planet of expansion and goodwill and good luck. So it's a really good time to do some thinking about who you want to be in 2024, what you want to accomplish, what you want to do, uh, setting some intentions for this new moon that is happening on a Thursday again at uh, 657. It's all about planting seeds for the next 12 months. So planting seeds with the physical things you want to do in the world with all of this earth energy, thinking about what are the seeds that I'm going to plant? How am I going to water them? What's that tree I want to grow? Letting go of the how, right? It's a good time to think about the what is it that I want? And then leaning into why do I want that? You know, as a coach, I'm always working with my clients around what's called motivational interviewing, where we're looking at the why. So maybe, you know, let's take an example. I want to, this year, I want to get my body in a healthy place. Well, why do you want to do that? Well, I want to do that because I know I'll be more confident. I want to do that because I want to be a good example for my kids, for my grandkids. I want to do it because I know it will support my partner. I want to do it because I want to have great energy. I want to do it because I want to live to a hundred. So giving yourself some whys after you figure out, okay, what are the seeds I want to plant in 2024? What are the habits that I want to create to help me to have these things in my life? And then why do I want to do that? So spend a little time really asking about that. So for me, as I said earlier, you know, I want to live to 100. So I'm 61. I could have today I said 101. My life is so beautiful right now. Um, that I really want to make it to 101. I've got a great partner. I live half the year in Costa Rica, half the year in Vermont. And so I want to stay really, really healthy. And some of the things that I picked up at this retreat, I loved. I love the chanting as I've spoken about. And I also learned some Qigong exercises. So I'm incorporating that in my life. Getting back into intermittent fasting. Um, intermittent fasting is really a great way to take care of your body because it's good to give your body some some of a break from food. So I'm trying to get into uh, eight hours of eating and then um, 16 hours off. There's a lot of benefits. And if you're interested, you know, reach out, DM me if you want some more information on intermittent fasting. There's been some interesting research around menopause as well. So I've used it successfully with myself and with some of my clients. So that was another health thing that I'm trying to do because when I was at Blue Spirit, there was a lot of food and I was eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner and got away from kind of my eight hour eating window. So that's kind of what I'm doing right now. I'd love to know what are you doing? Let me know if you're listening to the recording, let me know in the comments box, wherever you are and in the chat, whether that is Facebook or YouTube, what are your plans for 2024? And what are the actions that you are taking? Who would you like to be? What are you trying to create? And what are the habits that you are creating? So it's a great time with this Capricorn new moon to plant some seeds for the next 12 months, setting up practices and rituals that can become part of your daily life. And so start with this question. This is going back to this quantum joy alignment, which is really all about feeling into the vibration that you want to resonate with. It really is an inside out world. So, so often we try to change our outside thinking that's going to change our inside, 
But what is really more powerful is changing the inside, how you want to feel. When you change your insides, when you say, you know, I want to feel joyful, I want to feel energized, I want to feel more kindness, more compassion, more peace, more bliss, and you figure out the daily rituals that I can do every day, every week to feel that way more often, that's when the outside world and what shows up in your life starts to shift. And the cool thing about it is that it is in, in alignment with who you are. You know, for my life, for so many years, my life looked great on the outside. I thought I had the perfect marriage, kids, house, all of the things that I was told I was supposed to want. But inside the apple was kind of rotted. When I looked inside and how I felt, I had perfectly hidden depression. I had depression. I didn't feel good. I wasn't joyful, but I walked around with a smile on my face as if everything was okay. And it was like I was climbing up this ladder of success based on other people's expectations or societal expectations. And the problem was that the ladder was up against the wrong building. So when I got to the top of the building and I looked around, I wasn't happy. I wasn't joyful. And, and I had to go through, you know, about a five, six year transformation, which I'll share more with you over the next, you know, couple of months as I, as I share more in the show, went through divorce, emptiness, blindness, breast cancer, to finally get to this place where I really feel that my uh, interior self, that joy, that bliss, that peace, that compassion that I want to resonate with is showing up in my outside world. So it's a really good time to start with the question, how do you want to feel in 2024? Put in the comments box. How do you want to feel in 2024? Do some journaling around that the next couple of days leading up to this new moon. And then ask yourself, what helps me feel that way? What are the practices or maybe the boundaries? Maybe there are people in your life who suck your energy. And those are the people maybe you need to have less of in your life. What are the, the rituals, the practices, the habits that help you feel the way you want to feel? Getting into the motivational interview again. Why do I want to feel that way? Why do you want to feel joyful? Why do you want to feel healthy? Why do you want to feel more vital and energized? Um, so thinking about those practices and then actually you know, taking out your calendar and actually scheduling in time to do the practices, the habits, the rituals that are going to help you to really um, keep accountability with yourself. It's also great to get a coach or an accountability buddy who can help you to stay in alignment. So I have a new accountability buddy who I'm working with. We're both writing books. So I have a goal to write for an hour to two hours every day to work on my new book. And so I'm, you know, that makes me feel, you know, kind of accomplished. And I know that uh, this time next year, I want to be able to publish a new book. I know that's going to lead to big things and help a lot more people. And so I'm leaning into this energy of confidence and creativity. And I found accountability buddy to help me with that. So hopefully that has helped you with this new moon. I'm going to pull a couple of cards and then we're going to do a little meditation that I actually did this morning with um, really interesting results. So let's pick a couple of cards. What do we need to know to really, um, I'm just going to repeat that quote because I love it. You are an embodiment of the infinite. Act like it. So to really uh, knock it out of the park in 2024. I mean, life is so short. And I'm here to say that 
gosh, it keeps getting better. That midlife is really the start of a second adulthood, which can be so beautiful and wonderful. If you had told me, you know, a decade ago when I was struggling on so many levels with menopause and a marriage that was hard and teenagers, and there were wonderful moments, but it was, it was a struggle on a lot of levels that my life would be this beautiful and wonderful. I would have been like, sign me up. So let's see, what do we need to know? I'm going to pull a card from the middle and the top card and the bottom card. So let's start with that middle card. All right. So we've got the hermit card upside down. So the hermit card is really a card of first going into a bit of a retreat. So as I was discussing earlier, um, really looking into the rituals, the habits, the things that really help you to connect with your own inner divinity. There's a um, there's a, a term um, that we use in Kundalini Yoga that you know it's all about finding the guru within. So really noticing how do I how do I connect my own inner divinity um, so that I can really shine my light. And it's upside down, so I'm getting the sense that it's really about doing this a deep internal work. And there's also some hesitation. So maybe there are some people in your life who are not at the same place that you want to be in terms of your spiritual work that you're doing. So let that go. That's their issue. Don't project that. Just be there for yourself. See if you can turn this around and you can do that inner work so that you can really allow your light to shine and be part of the change you want to see in the world. All right. And so then we've got the fool upside down too. two major arcana cards. Uh, come up popping right up so major arcana are really big life lessons that we are working on and the full upside down is about i'm um, trusting not taking things so seriously we turn him upside down he's ready to like jump off this cliff he's got his little pup there and he's just kind of got this like child like exuberance and as the client i was working on earlier today she was just like i just want to wake up excited and joyful to start your day so see again it's upside down how can i connect with my inner child how how can I connect with the sense of wonderment, the sense of, yes, I'm going to jump off the cliff of wonderful things are happening in my life. See if you can connect with the sort of new beginning um, energy of the fool. And then finally, we've got the Knight of Swords, again, all upside down. So I feel like there is a little bit of um, uh, obstructed energy. So maybe working on what are some blocks? It's also interesting right now, the sun is right in between the eclipse point. So it's squaring what's called the North node and the South node of the moon right now. It's at the point um, where you know we have eclipses at these nodes of the moon. And so there is a sense of, where was I in October? Um, what were the changes, the shadow work that I did at that eclipse, those eclipses in October? And, and what's going to, am I going to be working on when April comes? We're actually going to be having a full eclipse. Uh, I think it's April 8th or 9th, and it's going on a big swath of the country, a lot of Vermont and Texas. So the Knight of Swords is kind of like, you know, going, moving forward with thoughts. I mean, if you, he's upside, he's right side up. He's kind of busy, can be a bit busy mind, wanting to actually. Uh, have some thoughts and moving things forward, but I'm feeling like there needs to be some clarity. So maybe with all of these cards upside down, um, giving yourself um, permission to really tap into that's that um, inner self, uh, the, the divine within for that wisdom with some new practices, not taking yourself so seriously, being okay with it, not being perfect, being okay with not knowing how it's going to turn out and just taking it day by day. And then, just not letting your thoughts run away with you. I think that the, the Knight of Swords can be, you know, really um, the mind just kind of going 
going forward, learning how to work more productively with your mind. So I hope that resonated with you. Let's do a little meditation. So this is going to be a short version of a meditation I do called Your Future Self to help you connect with who you're, you want to be um, this time next year so that you can start to tap into that energy right now. So go ahead and find a comfortable seated position or you can lie down. Maybe bringing a hand to your heart, just as a gentle reminder to be compassionate with yourself. Just taking a couple of deep breaths. Just coming into this moment, there's nowhere else you need to be. There's nothing else you need to be doing. Just asking God's source spirit that anyone who is listening to this meditation would receive the divine guidance that they need to tap into. Just taking a moment and scanning your body, relaxing your feet, your calves, your knees, your thighs your abdomen and hips, relaxing your chest and your back, relaxing your shoulders. We carry so much tension in the shoulders, the upper arms, the lower arms, your hands, and just relaxing your face, just coming into a place of relaxation, knowing you're safe, Gently scanning your body from your feet to your head and back down again. Just inviting any tight places just to settle in and relax. And I'd like you to imagine that there is a wonderful cloud and it comes and sits, comes down next to you. See yourself hopping onto the cloud sitting or lying down and the cloud brings you up into the air. You're traveling through time and space. And the cloud is going to drop you off a year into the future. So it is just the beginning of 2025. And the cloud is coming to where you'll be in 2025. So it's coming down to the ground. Notice this place that you're at. Notice what it looks like. Is it a country, a city, by the beach, out in a forest? So just notice as you get off the cloud, you walk to this place where you're going to meet your future self in 2025. Just notice where you are. Notice how you feel, maybe a little anticipation and excitement about meeting your future self. Now you're walking towards your future self. So notice where they might be. Perhaps it's a building or a clearing, or maybe it's a ship that you're going to meet them on or a tree house. So you're going, you see the outline of your future self, your beautiful divine future self. And you're getting closer and closer. Notice what your future self looks like. What are they wearing? What's the energy around them? 
and then go and greet your future self. So perhaps you give your future self a hug, you grab hands and you find a cozy place to chat. Just notice how it feels to be in the presence of your future self. What is the emotional energy that you are vibrating with as you connect with this beautiful person who is you? And I'd like you to ask your future self a few questions. So they invite you in and you are sitting down and talking. What did you do to get to where you are? So ask them about how they got to where they are. Notice what they say. And perhaps asking them what wisdom they have for you. Notice what they say and they tell you that maybe they share some practices or some things that you can do this year to help to get to where they are. So notice what they say to you. And then your future self would like to give you a gift. So notice as your future self hands you something, perhaps it's wrapped up or in a box. And what does your future self have for you? Thank them for the gift. Take it all in, whatever it is. It's a symbol of what you need to know to get to be who you want to be this year so that you can be that future self in 2025. And then finally, seeing if your future self has any parting words, giving them a hug, knowing that you can revisit your future self anytime you want. It's part of your intuitive knowing he or she is there anytime you need some advice to move forward in your life. Walking back over to the cloud, jumping back on board. Just allowing the cloud to carry you back into the present moment. Drifting back down into your body and just wiggling your fingers and toes and gently opening your eyes, coming back to the room. So I would love to know what showed up for you. I did this today. Um, my future self told me to breathe, which is interesting because it's part of my gene key is teaching people how to love themselves and how to breathe. And I just read the breath book. I need to read it again. And I've been doing more breath work, more noticing the power of the breath. So I'll be sharing more about breath. And then she gave me a kazoo, which I thought was really interesting. Um, and it, for me, the kazoo was really about lightening up, bringing more music into my life, continuing with that sort of chanting vibe that I received at Blue Spirit. And then I also looked up kazoo and what it meant. It was kind of like a, 
uh, bringing, inventing something that's never been seen before. So there was this sort of innovative, and I actually, one other astrological thing that I certainly want to mention is one of the biggest thing that is happening is when the sun goes into Aquarius, I think it's January 20th, 21st, it grabs hold of Pluto. Pluto has been in Capricorn for the last uh, couple of decades and it sort of drifted into Aquarius and drifted back. And now it's going to go in Aquarius. It's going to go a little bit back into Capricorn a little bit, but then it's really going to be sailing through Aquarius. And Aquarius is really all about innovation. It's really about the we. And we're in a place um, on the planet right now that every single one of us, we all need to join hands as the we and see the divinity in ourselves and other people and be part of the change that we want to see in the world. So this kazoo was kind of me thinking about this Aquarian age that is, you know, getting underway with Pluto moving into Aquarius and joining with the sun, which is really, really significant. So I hope that you've enjoyed my first show, the Quantum Joy Alignment Show with the Enlightened World Network. Thank you, Enlightened World Network, for giving me this platform. If you, you don't follow them, please do. They are on Facebook. They're on YouTube. They offer beautiful meditations every single day. I love Enlightened World Network so much. If you have a question, a comment, you want to reach out to me or explore working together, just go to the midlifewhisperer.com. That's the midlifewhisperer.com. You can also get a free gift, 10 uh, tips to rock your midlife. My book is available through there as well. And let me know uh, what you'd like me to talk about. If you have a challenge, I would be happy to address it. And the show is all about helping you reach quantum joy alignment so that you can be your biggest, baddest, boldest, most confident, vibrant, radiant self. So may you be safe. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be at ease. Thank you so much for watching. I'm Dr. Ellen, the Midlife Whisperer.